Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Foster on the line, and he's VP of New Business Development over at Modern Postcard. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks. Happy to be here. So uh, I'm excited to get into today's topic, uh, how small businesses can better create brand strategies to differentiate and drive growth. I mean, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening to this right now, and driving growth is a big deal. Um, so, But before we get into that, I do want to go a little bit further into what you're doing over at Modern Postcards. So tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Thank you. Well, Modern Postcards has been in business for over 25 years, supporting all types of businesses with direct marketing services. Direct marketing is print, direct mail, postcard retargeting, and digital marketing as well. And from a variety of businesses of all sizes and all types from a variety of industries, we've been able to support them uh, to help them grow their business through direct marketing. So um, I think that's a that's really a great transition. So let's get into, in your experience, how small businesses can better create uh, brand strategies and differentiate themselves in, in some times crowded markets really to drive that growth. So where do you want to begin there? I think probably it starts with their own plan. Um, all small businesses are in competition with another small business selling a similar service or product. Very few businesses are alone <laughs> in what they mm -hmm. offer. If you are, it might be trouble, right? If you are, it might be trouble <laughs> if you're all alone. You're right. Um, so the question really is, Adam, how do you differentiate? How can you set your brand apart from another brand? And most small businesses, too, don't have the luxury of two to three to five to seven marketing staffers or a long-experienced high-priced CMO or have the mm -hmm. you know, budget to hire a branding agency. So the question is, how can they do this themselves? What are some tools and techniques and basic approaches that they can deploy themselves to create a better brand strategy, even if it is doing it at 9 o'clock at night when the workday is over? <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so where do you think we – go for it. Go for it, Chris. Oh, what I was going to say, so the first step really is for them to figure out what makes them different. Um, and what I like to do is I like to call it a positioning statement. And Adam, a positioning statement is something any brand can do. Um, the mm -hmm. best and most recognized positioning statement actually come from Snickers, the candy bar, where they say, okay, Snickers is the brand of candy bar that satisfies your hunger because it's packed with peanuts. So when we take that statement out, we say, okay, Snickers is the brand of what? Well, it's a candy bar, which it's not a protein bar. It's a candy bar, and it's for snackers. So it's not just for kids. It's for adults. So it's very clearly you can have it at 10 o'clock at night. You can have it at 10 o'clock in the morning. And so they very clearly show that they're not like an after-dinner chocolate. It's a candy bar that can happen any time of the day. Mm -hmm. And the big question is, what makes Snickers different? Well, Snickers satisfies your hunger. It doesn't take you away in a chocolate sensation. 
It, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't help you relax at the end of the day. It's not uh, trying to be Godiva. It's not trying to be Godiva. It's saying you're hungry, eat me. Exactly. I'm going to satisfy your hunger. And so then the question is, well, why should I believe you? Because it's packed with peanuts. And so what they've done is they've made a very clear statement of it's a candy bar that satisfies your hunger because I'm packed with peanuts. And that positions them in the market different than other candy bars and other chocolate. So one thing a small business can do, and it takes some time, but they can write out a positioning statement. And the positioning statement clearly is for my target market, my brand is the frame of reference. That is the point of difference because of a reason to believe. And that's a great first step in establishing a positioning statement. Let's say, let's say that one more time, Chris, because I know some people are listening right now and that glanced over them, but you just caught their attention. It was like a hook and they feel it in their side and like, ah, oh, what'd that guy say again? So let's say it one more time, please, because you gave an amazing formula just now. Okay, very good. So your, for your target audience, mm-hmm. your brand name is the, and then put in the frame of reference, that gives us a point of difference because give us the reason to believe. And so for Snackers, Snickers is the brand of candy bar that satisfies your hunger because it's packed with peanuts. Love it. It's great stuff. Um, and, and so where do we go from there? Well, so once you establish a positioning statement, and really, really work hard on that, once you can do that, then really focus on what I call the five words to describe your brand. Now, these five words are, are words that people, when they look at your brand, this is what, how your brand makes them feel. And what you hope is that what you want to convey to your audience, those five words, are the same five words that they feel do. So one simple way to do this for small businesses is to truly make a list of all the words that you want your customers to feel when they interact with you. A bunch, 10, 12, 15 different words, you know, happy, content, relieved, however that is. And then put those words off to your customers and ask them to choose maybe the five words that they feel, right? And if your five words match their five words, then you guys are in alignment. If not, then you have to really think about what your customers are saying about you and how you make them feel. Here's a good example, Adam. If you think of, let's say, luxury handbags, Mm -hmm. and I give you five words to describe how this brand of handbag makes my wife feel, and I say elegant, classy, girly, special, luxurious. It's a great five Most words. Most ladies, great five words, right? They have great feelings. Most ladies, when I say that, they go, ah, Kate Spade. Like, yeah, mm. because there's that feeling of girly. There's that feeling of special, yet it's still elegant. Those are all things that Kate Spade wants their customers to feel. And if you go mm. to their website and you use those five words, it absolutely describes them. Mm. No, I love it. Um, and so what do you, Chris, 
So what is, there's a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening right now. What do you think for those that haven't gone like maybe as far down this path as, as they'd like to as of this point, um, what do you think is some of the low-hanging fruit for them? Like what do you think is just that one that you, and I know it's going to change and vary from client to client, of course, but just in your experience and in your theme, you've been doing this a long time. What do you think is some of the low-hanging fruit? I think the low-hanging fruit is to first figure out that position statement and then also really learn from your customers what they, how they actually engage with you. And one of the easier things you can do, which doesn't cost any money, it just costs time, is to look at the reviews that they write about you, look mm-hmm. at maybe the words that they use when they email you, and truly just look at, read them, and figure out if there's are common words that show up. For example, a small business in auto shop might have um, words like reliable, keep coming up, from their customers and their customer reviews. Or if you're a, um, a software company, it might be uh, something easy to use. So these are all words that are actually existing in all the comments that you're receiving anyway. Mm. What it takes is just a little bit of time for you to go through those comments and to peel out the ones that seem to be repeated and the ones that your customers are using all the time. That's an easy first way to start, and the low-hanging fruit is there because you're already receiving those comments anyway. Man, I love, I really love that that advice, and I'll give you an example on our end. So, um, for the listeners, because I just want you to know that what Chris is saying right now, like that's a huge. It may sound simple, but just to give you an idea of how much that's changed our business. So, Chris, um, this is prior to you being introduced to our brand. So, I had a um, our our podcast originally started as um, Money Matters Top Tips. That was like the very first podcast that we had um, as a brand and all the other things, and that was kind of a legacy from a former from a brand that. I I had um, in terms of when I was a financial advisor and a bunch of other things before I was full-time in media now going on four years. And some of the things that kept coming up, the, the word that kept coming up for us was mission. Like we literally had guests on the show that would say money matters, but mission matters too. And so over mm. and over and over we heard mission, mission, mission. And as my, my, as my brand for the things that I do as an entertainer, um, and the brand kept growing and growing. Myself and the other co-founder, Shirag Sagar, we were like, um, we were like, mission. And one day he calls me and he's like, hey, what do you think about mission matters? And I'm like, yeah, we, I mean, we've been, we've been hearing that theme like for a year now from guests and people when they write in or email say mission matters. We looked at the domain. It was a premium domain. We had to pay a bunch of money for it, whatever. We did a complete rebrand off of, um, off of client feedback and fan feedback and other things like that took over a year in terms of us just seeing that theme come up over and over. Money matters, but mission matters too. And then the whole brand came became Mission Matters. <laughs> so it's based go. off of that feedback, and from that point on, like things just blew up. It got It's just interesting now. Now we have six podcasts, and now the demand, the downloads, everything, like it's, it's just kind of incredible how listening to the people that are, li- that are you know, who are your, your customers, whatever that is. We happen to have listeners and people that, that buy our books and other things, great. But, but whatever, you, whatever your brand is or whatever you're selling out there or however you're providing value to the marketplace um, in whatever manner you choose to, whether that's a hard product or a physical product or a, um, or a service, I mean, what Chris just told you, that's a big deal. Um, so, Chris, that being said, I just want to give... And you know what? It didn't cost you a lot of money either. All you had to do was look and listen. 
Well, no, it costs us a lot of money, but we're not going to say everybody should do what we did because we did a complete rebrand, so that was a oh, little bit right, different. Right, okay. so, no, and, no, I never thought I'd pay that much money for a web domain in my life, but no, we have missionmatters.com. So that being said, um, yeah, no, in that case, it costs a little, so watch out when you listen a little too much. I guess that's the other thing, but it worked out. It worked out to where we wanted it, and sure. now we have an enterprise-level brand and thing that now that can scale as far as we need it to. And there's no confusion in the marketplace about what we do. Um, so that being said, Chris, um, we're about out of time, but I do have two final questions for you. So um, first question is for Modern Postcard. Um, there's a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives out there that could benefit from your expertise and your team's expertise. Um, number one, what are the right types of clients and or fits in terms of a niche that are usually the right type of client to work with Modern Postcard? Um, and number two, what's the best way for them to follow up? Uh, that's a great question. Thanks so much for asking. Most all businesses who want to grow use Modern Postcard. So we specialize in direct marketing, which helps us connect with your special audience via direct mail, printing, or postcard retargeting. People know what printing and direct mail is typically. We do it um, a lot better than most because of our expertise, our list generation, and the team that we have are all direct mail experts. The postcard retargeting is something unique where we can retarget and mail to the website visitors who don't convert on your website. So website visitor comes, they tool around, and they don't convert, which is 98% first-time website visitors. What we can then do is we can mail to those people in a privacy way, and, and that way it gets direct mail out to the unconverted website visitors. Uh, return to site and conversion rates have been terrific for that. So any business that has a website, um, especially selling a product, or a lifetime value that's a couple hundred bucks for their client, um, for their customer, is a, is a perfect fit for the postcard retargeting. And the best way to reach us truly is to go to modernpostcard.com. It's very simple. We've got uh, a real live people, not automated, you know, not just machines, and we're not off in India. We're actually in Carlsbad, California, and uh, we will, you know, take care of folks coming in. We've got a whole team of direct mail experts that are ready to work and help a small business plan their next successful campaign. That's awesome. And uh, and Chris, and, and just so you know, everybody listening, so Chris and what they're doing at Modern Postcard, they're the real deal. I'm on their website, I mean, oh, they've been in business over 25 years, served over 335,000 customers served through the years. So uh, to say that they're experienced, he's being, he's being a little uh, a little nice on that one. Yeah, they're the, they're the leaders in that industry. So um, that being said, feel free to go to modernpostcard.com and, uh, and fish around and look at what other things they could do to help you grow your business. Um, and Chris, thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you on. Um, awesome. I appreciate all your background and the knowledge you gave and some of those formulas you gave to the business owners out there listening. Rewind this. Listen to it again. You dropped some, uh, some jewels for you there. And uh, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're listening for the first time um, and you're watching this on our, our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. I mean, love to know what kind of things you're working on and what kind of projects you have going in your neck of the woods. And Chris, thanks again for coming on the show.